Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, Episode 17. Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, actionable music production tips to take your music to the next level. And now, your host, Jason Timothy. Hey guys, wanted to talk a little bit about EQing because it seems to be a mysterious art to a lot of people. And what I find is a lot of people actually overdo their EQing or their approach is a lot different. They feel like like every instrument needs to be EQed to improve the sound. And I would agree to some extent that you pretty much use EQ on just about every instrument. But the one thing that most people try to do is boost the EQs of things that they feel the sounds don't have. So they're like soloing each part and then boosting the frequency. And they're like, ah, that sounds better. Go to the next part, solo it, and trying to EQ that way. Now what's gonna end up happening is you're gonna over EQ your whole mix and your whole mix is not gonna sound very good because when you EQ everything, you're really EQing nothing. Uh, For example, you know, when I started with EQ, I would boost the mids on just about every sound that I brought in because individually it makes the sound seem to to sound better, but it uh, it doesn't turn into a great mix, so you know, a lot of people who are saying they have trouble mixing usually has to do partly to EQing. So what I would say is it's very important to think of EQing more like sculpting. And what I mean by that is first you want to start off with a pretty decent sound. You don't, don't want to just start with a crap sound and then try to EQ its way to sounding good. Uh, secondly, you want to sculpt with your EQ. In other words, you want to remove things just like a sculptor would do with with stone to make a a statue or whatever uh, they're sculpting. They rarely add to the rock, if ever, right? That's not to say that boosting won't help in certain situations, but if you're boosting more than like 5 dB, unless you're going for a really unnatural sound on purpose, it's usually either the wrong sound or um, you should probably try to do reductive EQing to kind of get, get those frequencies happening instead of boosting your, your EQ. Reductive EQing will always give you a better result and a more natural result. So that's something that you should think about. For example, if it's not a, a bass or a kick drum, you're usually gonna remove a lot of the low frequencies from all the other sounds. If there's mud in a certain sound, after you've removed that, sometimes you'll find somewhere between like 250 and 600-ish. There, by pulling some of that down, it can make your, your sound sound sharper without having to boost a frequency. Because when you boost a frequency, you're leaving in all the EQs that aren't necessary that are gonna muddy up your mix. By reducing, you're making more space in your mix. I hope that makes sense. Then again, sometimes you're EQing things because you're listening to another track or something and you know one track might sound brighter than your mix. So you're like, I gotta turn up the brightness on all my instruments in order to match this. And that's probably gonna give you a real tinny, crappy sounding mix by the end of it. A better thing to do is to either layer a sound by adding that extra frequency that that you're missing or add a different sound that has that frequency in it. And it doesn't need to be playing constantly, but just having it happen a couple times will actually bring the EQ out of your whole song. It will sound more professional to you. So in, in a lot of, most cases, less is more, and reductive EQing is what you should be doing on most of your sounds, but boosting EQ, you wanna be careful, you wanna know what your prime players are, 
Another way to also add a little bit of excitement to a sound without you know, getting too into EQ boosting might be using some sort of distortion or saturation just to kind of wet the sound up and that can bring out a little brightness as well. So that's all I have for you guys. I hope that this helps you uh, to kind of reframe the way that you should approach looking at EQ. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the podcast. Make sure to subscribe and share this with your friends. Any producers that you know out there that could use this sort of information, obviously that helps me greatly and helps me build this channel. Also, don't forget that you can read my best-selling book, The Mental Game of Electronic Music Production, for free by going to musicsoftwaretraining.com forward slash the mental game. You'll also get my song recovery kit and my 101 Ableton Tips video totally free. If you'd like to connect with me more directly to see how I might be able to help you personally, you can schedule a free 15-minute session with me by going to musicsoftwaretraining.com forward slash application and answering a few quick questions. Happy music making, and I'll speak to you real soon.